0: I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You are listening to episode 45. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Today I want to talk to you about something that I really feel the Lord has laid on my heart, and I can't stop thinking about it. So I'm going to share it with all of you. And basically, what I feel um, that that's really kind of been revealed to me is this idea of what what the Lord spoke to the church of Ephesus in the book of Revelation, where he exhorted the church of Ephesus to return to their first love and to do the first things again. And I feel that the homeschool movement needs to hear those words as well, that we need to return and do the first things we did originally. Some of you know that um, our family came into the homeschool movement about almost 40 years ago. And at the time, I was kicking and screaming, thought it was the craziest thing I'd ever heard of in my life. But I heard this older gentleman, and soon thereafter, also his wife, Dr. Raymond Moore, and his wife, Dorothy. I heard them on the radio on Focus on the Family. Our son was, I think, three years old. And I just was So offended by this program. I actually heard it when he was two, but then I read his book. That's right, when JJ was three. And I read it to disprove it. And he was taking a nap. We were living down at the beach. And I remember thinking, oh, I don't even want to read this book. Why would anyone want to read it? But I read it because I felt that that was the only way I would have integrity in discrediting his message. And in reading the book, I knew that he was right and I was very wrong. I had taught in very high-powered Christian and private schools where we taught children to read and write and do arithmetic at two and three, if you can believe that. And Dr. Moore really rocked my boat. And if you've listened to my podcast called Better Late Than Early, I talk a great deal about the research and the things that he was saying in those days, that really started a national and international homeschool movement. And without him, I doubt whether any of us would be homeschooling then or now. But as I see the culture uh, kind of invading the homeschool movement, I feel like it's kind of like the water is getting into the boat instead of the boat being in the water. And the scripture that I wanted to share with you is just kind of a call back to those early days. Uh, The early days of homeschooling consisted of people actually having their children taken away from them. People going off to jail in paddy wagons people having exit strategies. If the truant officer knocked on the front door, where do the children go out the back door? The lawyer's phone number near the phone. It was a very different time. And You're afraid to play outside during the day, uh, for your children to play outside. You're afraid if you went to the supermarket, if someone would ask you, why aren't you in school? You would kind of give your children a look because you didn't want them to say that they were homeschooled, although my son always would say it very loudly, and I would just kind of shudder because you never knew, you know, if you're going to get into legal problems about homeschooling. Now, I know many of you are of a generation where this has never been the case, but I want you to know that these things can change very quickly in our culture and in our government. And so we don't want to ever forget the roots of greatness that a movement like ours began with and really under persecution and duress So, I thought I'd share with you uh, some scripture. I'm going to take you to the book of Hebrews, and I'm going to begin in chapter 10, verse 32. And the writer of Hebrews, we're not sure who that was, but this is what the writer said Remember those days in the past when you first learned the truth. You had a hard struggle with many sufferings, but you continued strong. Sometimes you were hurt and persecuted before crowds of people. And sometimes you shared with those who were being treated that way. You helped the prisoners, and you even had joy when all that you owned was taken from you. You were joyful because you knew that you had something better and more lasting. So do not lose the courage that you had in the past. It has a great reward. So the idea of the eternality, I don't know if that's a word, but the eternal consequences of what we're doing as we're mentoring and discipling our children, getting eternity imprinted into our eyelids as we're raising our children. And so that's going to require sacrifices. And when you study church history and and you study even the history of the homeschool movement, the sacrifices that people and the suffering in some cases that parents experienced because their children's spiritual welfare was more important than their security and their comfort and their popularity. And I think we've lost that edge Uh, as parents and as people who are embracing the concept that our children's education is our responsibility. doesn't mean we can't share that with others partially, but our first and foremost responsibility is to mentor and to disciple our children for eternity. And no one else is going to be held responsible for that in the way that we are going to be responsible. I want to share with you some of the scripture from Hebrews 11. And by the way, I'm using something called the Everyday Bible, which is uh, using the New Century Version. It's written on a fourth grade reading level. And I love this. Sometimes when I have been reading, you know, an older version, maybe the King James, which is my personal favorite, or even the ESV, or some of the other uh, Phillips translations, some of the other translations when I use, when I kind of want a fresh perspective, I love the everyday Bible, which is, as I said, called the new century version. So that's what I'm reading uh, from tonight. I want to share about Noah. uh, In verse seven of chapter 11, the writer says, it was by faith that Noah heard God's warnings about things that he could not yet see. He obeyed God and built a large boat to save his family. By his faith, Noah showed that the world was wrong. And he became one of those who are made right with God through faith. And then the writer goes on to talk about Abraham. And he says this in verse nine, it was by faith that he lived in the country God promised to give him. He lived there like a visitor, who did not belong. He lived in tents with Isaac and Jacob, who had received that same promise from God. Abraham was waiting for this city that has real foundations, this city planned and built by God. And then in verse 13, the writer says, They said they were like visitors and strangers on earth. And in 15, sorry, verse 16, it says, But those men were waiting for a better country, a heavenly country. So God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. And then my favorite part of chapter 11 is when it talks about Moses. And it says this in verse 25. He chose to suffer with God's people instead of enjoying sin for a short time. He thought that it was better to suffer for the Messiah than to have all the treasures of Egypt. He was looking only for God's reward. It was by faith that Moses left Egypt. He was not afraid of the king's anger. Moses continued strong as if he could see the God that no one can see. And so again, just being willing to do hard things for the sake of our children's spiritual destinies and what's at stake here. I have been so concerned about this that I've decided to do a live webinar in February, uh, on February 13th, and um, we will be giving you more information about that, but I believe it will be starting at approximately 9 or 9.30 Central Standard Time and ending at about 2.30. And I'm going to be calling this webinar, Returning to our roots of greatness and talking about some of the amazing results that families obtained in those early years of the homeschool movement where we weren't fat and sassy and comfortable, but we were really willing to pay a price that the sacrifice of our children's spiritual development was worth it any risk and any hardship that we had to endure or face. And the things that we accomplished and some of the results from some of the children who graduated from that era are the things that I really want to share with you and cast a vision and call you really to higher ground. And I'm going to have a live uh, kind of Zoom panel of families who came out of those early years of the homeschool community and the results in their children's lives and the testimony because the proof of the pudding is in the eating. And so it's so thrilling. People used to say to me when I would drag my son to uh, speak uh, for a few minutes at seminars I would give, they would say that was their favorite part of the seminar because you know, all of the rest of it was theoretical. They were like, but how, how do children turn out when you use this methodology? And it was just so affirming for them to see a young man who we used to laugh and say he could walk and chew gum at the same time. But to see the fruit of those early years of the homeschool movement, when we were kind of a lean, mean machine and we didn't have a lot of the luxuries, a lot of the comforts, But we believed in what we were doing, and we didn't care what it was going to cost us because we had our eye on the eternal prize. And so just calling us as a movement back to our first love, and as the Lord spoke through John the Beloved in the book of Revelation, do the first things again. That's my passion. That's the message God has laid on my heart. And I'm so excited to share it with you all on February 13th. So thank you for listening today to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, caroljoyside.com to subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings.